Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. This is episode 95. Ooh. Really rounding the corner. Getting close to triple digits. I know. I'm a big fan of triple digits. Uh, all right, let's hop right in. You want to talk about charts? Yeah. I'd love to talk about it, too. We got enough emails. Uh-huh. I got another one of those scam emails. Ooh. It's like a different name, kind of. It's like Miriam Smith instead of Miriam Musa. <laughs> I'll just keep rotating last name. Yeah, but still says I'm getting $10 million, so we'll all see. All right. Uh, no new Patreons, but still holding on with our four. Thank you again. But we do have a new review. Yay. So here we go. This is a five-star review. Uh-huh. Awesome. Now, our, our number of ratings has not gone up, so <laughs> it makes me think this person did not click. But it says five stars. I don't know how it works right. with Apple, but anyway. Yeah. New review. It says, North Dakota Conspiracies is the title of this <laughs> review. It says, earlier today while taking the Review Us While Driving Challenge, oh, no. I crashed into a camel. <laughs> he didn't make it and ended up in the hospital. I'm really glad that I survived, but after the morphine kicked in, I had a vision that North Dakota did not actually exist. Fun fact, it doesn't. Some girl in Texas said so. If you're looking to find out what the hell I'm talking about or referencing, tune into 5 by 5 at the movies. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. This is one of those podcasts I look forward to each week. Aww. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. The girl from Texas did not say that. It's just simply common knowledge. <laughs> Uh, so thank awesome. you so much for that. I forgot to look up the name of the person who's that review. Thank you. Isn't that a great review. fucking review? That's an awesome review. Uh, the creative <laughs> writing, uh, referencing uh, some things uh, my stupid exes, and I like that. Don't review while driving. <laughs> Pull uh, over. <laughs> I like that, and I think that should be a challenge to everyone. Hippie hater is that person's Why, name. Why'd you get a new car? <laughs> All right, look, I had a concussion. I had a boxing match uh-huh. with the person who used to co-host this show. Mm-hmm. I got home at like four in the morning. Uh-huh. I had to go back to Alamo Draft House at eight in the morning and I crashed my car. Now, I was texting, uh-huh. but I did have a concussion. But you know what? Uh, I paid myself out of a shitty loan and got a better car. So it was the best thing that ever happened. So I recommend go ahead. Go ahead, text and drive, uh, no. but more importantly, review no. us and drive. But Pull Hippie over. Hater. Pull over review. Hippie Hater, that was the nicest uh, review ever, and we appreciate it. Thank you yeah, so thank much, you. my dude. Yeah, I like that. Damn, let's play the box office game. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to ask you to pick number one, because uh-huh. number one was a brand new movie. I, I think I saw something related to this. Number one was um, Dave, the, Franco's the Dave Franco's thing. The Rental, yeah, which is a horror like film. Horror flick, yeah. Yeah, number one. And the, we haven't seen a, a number one horror, like a new movie be number one in a long, long time. Yeah. So that came in at $403,000. First time in months. All right. Good on uh, you, Dave Franco, I guess. Try to guess number two. <laughs> number two. Uh, oh, I, th- oh, I saw something. It's a major movie from the 90s. Is it? Um, oh, I saw, okay, because I didn't know if it was the original or the remake. Oh, you know it, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go the ahead. Karate Kid. It is the Karate Kid, $225,000. <laughs> 
Yeah, they they didn't have the the parentheses with the date, <laughs> so I didn't know if it was the the sure. Jaden Smith, which I would have been really upset about. Oh, I would have been very surprised <laughs> had it been the Jaden Smith one. Yeah, not upset, just surprised. Would have shocked the fuck out of me. Just everyone yeah. getting real excited to drive their car to go see the remake of the Karate <laughs> you know, Kid. A lot of things, a lot of aspects of life of the last oh, say three and a half years have uh, shown me that I don't necessarily live in the world I thought I lived in. Sure, fair. <laughs> but uh, if, uh, if the Jaden Smith remake of Karate Kid was number two at the box office this year, that uh, that messed me up a little bit. Sure. Uh, I started writing down all of the pushbacks and delays and cancellations <laughs> that uh, came out in the last week. And then I just stopped because we're yeah. hitting a new wave of it. Like, we are now at the point where everyone thought it was going to be okay. Like, August. Yeah. Everyone thought August is when everyone's going to be back with the yep. hot temperatures. And now everyone's scrambling to find new dates and pushbacks. So I'm not even going to list them all because it makes me sad. What I will talk about uh-huh. is this bizarre piece of news that came out this week. Universal and AMC <laughs> reaching a new agreement that allows the studio's movies to be made available on demand just 17 days after being in theaters that's real previously 90 days yeah yeah so the deal was three months if you released a film in movie theaters yeah it had to have it in the theaters for three months and then you could put it on demand now it's three weekends. <laughs> That's nuts. It is nuts. Oh, okay, AMC- that makes sense with the 17 days. You yeah. Get the two weeks and then the next weekend. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah, think about that. Like that that has now one, they had AMC over a barrel. Yeah. And, and essentially you've got nine days. You get three weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday three times mm-hmm. to make all of your box office money back. Sure. <laughs> And now this is a lot has to do with because even when theaters are open, they don't think people are going to go back to theaters right away. Let's say you got the vaccine today. Mm -hmm. Aren't you going to wait a couple months to see what happens? Probably. Before you go right back into a theater. So it's it's a weird move. It's probably a smart move. It's not a move that makes me personally happy. I think Universal is smart for doing it. I think AMC has no other choice. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, they, AMC they also backed said, themselves into a corner. Yeah, because it was going to be either this or no Universal movies sure. whatsoever. Uh, also, uh, the this is not like boilerplate for every movie. This is not going to mm-hmm. happen for you know Jurassic World. This is not going to happen for Fast Nine. Like, they're going to get their money. This is for yeah. their their middling movies that like mm-hmm. have a strong box office, but then kind of linger around until they're allowed to go on VOD. Yeah. So, you know, good and bad with this. Good and bad. Yeah. Is this this is just like a permanent deal or is this a temporary thing? Nothing about this says temporary. Oh man. This is just the new Oof. normal. <clears throat> yeah. Our favorite term, the new normal. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, if I was a I mean, I guess, yeah, AMC's back was against the wall, but I would have maybe tried to push for, like, hey, because we're in the climate we're in, this is okay for now, but, you know, once once coronavirus cases goes down to this number or whatever, like, we revert back to the old system. Yeah. But, oof. Uh, I think this is permanent. All right, uh, I guess buy Universal stock. On the other side. Uh, <laughs> Sell your right. AMC. For real. <laughs> uh, on the other side of this whole, uh, you know, pandemic thing, NATO. 
Mm-hmm. The, the important NATO, not <laughs> the important the, NATO, the not not the one dealing with like international crimes and the yeah. one that's saying, "Hey, United States, please stop doing what you're doing." Uh, no, yeah. the important NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners, launched a hashtag Save Your Cinema campaign that has had uh, two hundred thousand letters have been written and sent to Congress. Wow, from the over hundred and fifty thousand people and their friends and families that work in U.S. theaters, they're asking for the government. Hey, you're bailing out everybody else. Yeah. How about a little money for our theaters? They're asking yeah, the, for um, a seven-year forgivable loan that will cover six months of operating expenses right now. Word. Yeah, I know the um, IATSE, the um, theater uh, operators, not not movie theaters, but like live performance theaters. Ah, I was just saying, no uh, we're doing a is. similar thing. It's a national oh. union. The uh, local 205 in Austin, Texas, um, did uh, a very similar thing where they had um, letter writing campaign. Yeah, writing campaign where they had like hundreds of thousands of people write in saying like, "Hey, so our industry is 90 to 95 percent unemployed sure. for the foreseeable future, right? <laughs> and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> so, Money, please. <laughs> yeah, basically." <laughs> My like money. yeah, give you know restaurants and department stores need some money right now, but guess uh guess who's super fucked right now? Yeah, performing arts, baby. Yep. Uh, so that's going on. I think that's a smart campaign. It makes. I mean, there's so much money being thrown at like, uh, was it Mnuchin? Like, yeah. Refuses to say where like four hundred and thirty billion dollars went. He's like, it went yeah. to businesses, and people are like, what businesses? And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then walks away. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, break off a little uh, chunk of that for our theaters, bro. We yeah. like movies. You'd think fucking Steve Mnuchin, uh, used to be uh, an executive producer of movies. Right. Like, you'd, you'd think he'd be a little more on board with this Not stuff. Not to mention, so. movies are America's number one export. It is yep. our number one export is entertainment. Yep. Yep. Put some money in it. music, video games. Look, I'm all for helping our farmers and our soybeans, but give a little money for, uh, you know, the Tom Cruises are hurting too. (laughs) (laughs) Or rather the people tearing tickets to go see Tom Cruise. Yeah. And the people who hold a boom mic and a plug in lights and put them in places. Sure. Everything. There's a lot of people sets and props and yeah. Uh, Last week (laughs) I incorrectly reported on tenant because I didn't have up-to-date information. I said it was going to come out mid-September, but what, what had really Ooh, happened... Was was I right? You were right. Yay! You were right. <laughs> WB pulled it indefinitely, Yeah, which really fucked all theaters because every major theater <laughs> yeah. chain is waiting for tenant to come back to theaters for yep. them to open. Yeah, That's they, like their cornerstone. Yeah, they want a release date. It's it's like they're, they're, they're playing cat and mouse where it's like, sure. all right, we need a movie to put out. And then Tenet's like, all right, well, we need theaters to put the movies into. Sure. <laughs> so they keep, yeah, leapfrogging. Right. Like, <laughs> all right, well, we're not going to do that. And day. then oh, Henry rose from the day. grave and wrote <laughs> Gift of the Magi. <laughs> yeah. I got you this movie. I got you this theater. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now Tenet is back in September. Now WB yeah. says it's coming out in September. They won't give us a day. They're speculating um labor day weekend yeah, labor day probably makes the most sense but they have said that it will open internationally august 26 yeah which blew my fucking tits off yep because, america is no longer the yeah. opening platform for movies right because we're stupid 
because we're, yes. we're an idiot sandwich of a country that won't wear fucking masks. Now all our movies are going to be spoiled. You know Tenant's going to have a giant fucking twist. Yep. You know it's got oh, that Inception ending. Yeah. And now it's not only is it going to be ruined, but because it's opening in China, mm-hmm. and China likes to torrent fucking everything. <laughs> not that we don't. Uh, yeah. But like, it's really going to hurt their domestic box office mm-hmm. because of it. Uh, because we're idiot sa- uh, sandwiches who can't wear a fucking mask. Yup. Can't stay that. inside. Can't stay the fuck inside. Not have parties. Now I say that as someone who took a, a weekend trip to a lake house with some friends, but <laughs> but we all got tested. All got tested. We all and wore masks when we went out. It was also a bachelor party. It was a bachelor. So it, Less it, than it ten. Was time people. sensitive. Yeah. It wasn't a thing you could just do next year. Sure, but I mean, like we all got tested. We yep. wore masks. We literally out. had somebody who got tested, didn't get his results back in time, was not allowed. Yeah, we told him to fuck doing, off. Doing the responsible thing. He didn't get it in time. You can't come. To the party i'm sorry uh one of the guys that was at to the bachelor party who was like a huge dick and i could not stand this dude <laughs> yeah would not shut the fuck up about his mighty ducks podcast and he's like <laughs> oh we've got this really you know big important podcast and we talked to the creator of mighty ducks and we're surprised <laughs> disney hasn't sued us yet he's just the biggest dick <laughs> and i just like sat there and sat there and listened to him and it's like yeah we have like almost a thousand listeners we're so important i just let him sit there and just talk his dick off oh fuck that dude <laughs> Fuck the Mighty Ducks and fuck I think that I dude. I have one video on YouTube that's got more than a thousand people sure. watched it. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Nobody's talking about your conspiracy theories. <laughs> Nobody's dying while 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 reviewing your podcast. Yeah. Fucker. All right, that's my Nobody's angry killing thing. Killing camels with their cars. That's right. I'm off track. All right. Uh, friend of the show, William Sadler. Yeah. Plays death in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Sure does. Uh, sprained his wrist. Oh, no. First day of shooting. Oh, first take fuck. of Bill and Ted Face the Music. They released a trailer for this movie, and the trailer looks incredible. Yes. The movie looks incredible. The first thing we see death doing is playing hopscotch by himself. If you remember in Bogus Journey, he plays a bunch of games for his yeah, people. Yeah. So he's playing hopscotch that's, against himself. He's cheating. Five, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, the very first time he tripped up in his robe fell sprained his wrist filmed the rest of the movie with a swollen wrist uh the director said he was a fucking trooper and never complained once oh what a champion and the reason i bring this up is because he is the nicest human being on the planet that i've ever met he's so sweet and kind and i've seen him man i've seen him play roles where he was not a delightful man which just speaks to what a great actor he is yeah Uh, but this is also a segue into the fact that bill and ted is having a split opening yeah bizarre yep test test on the waters it's 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 that it's gonna be medium budget yeah. movie that they're like I think we can make this work select theaters and VOD at the same day obviously yeah. they want to stick to their September 1st release date but yes. they can't open in most major markets mm-hmm. because why because we're because idiot we're sandwiches, sandwiches who can't wear masks who can't wear fucking masks <laughs> so uh, I'll, you know as much as I want to see it in a theater and I've said oh, time and time on this podcast I want to see this in theater I'm gonna buy it on VOD because yeah. I want them to make their money and I want to see a villain Ted 4 and the trailer yes. to this movie is so fucking good yeah uh, it's it's the like it, it brings back the nostalgia feels of oh they're doing this like it was one of those old movies like oh yeah it's yeah it's so far hitting, has the feel yeah so we'll see uh Mulan yeah postponed indefinitely yo Disney is just taking it off the slate and said we'll fucking see 
Yep. Speaking of I, weird, I movies, wonder if uh, that has anything to do with the um, like China has a a rule of how many U.S. movies they can show like per year. What or something? It's some weird distribution thing, and that's okay. why like movies will bend over backwards to like like what was it in Iron Man three? They had like additional scenes that were shot in China. So that they could, you know, have a bigger share of the Chinese market. Oh. Yeah, it was weird. Like, scenes that. that were not in the U.S., like, uh, run. Right. Um, oh, yeah, there's that deleted scene where Iron Man says, uh, all hail the, the Chinese Communist Republic. <laughs> Boy, is America stupid in an idiot yeah. sandwich. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know if it's still a thing, but I remember uh, in the last, like, decade or so, it was like you could only get, like, 10 or 20 U.S. movies released in China per year. I didn't know that. So I'm wondering, as, as the year goes longer, if they're like, all right, maybe we don't want to blow our wad on one of them. Because Mulan's gonna be ginormous in China. It's sure. a movie about China, sure. China, Chinese culture. Yeah. So maybe they're like, all right, well, let's do. All right, if we postpone it to next year, we've got these other eight movies, and that gives other studios, you know, ten slots. So it's probably a smart They're doing some moves. of those, right. some of those math moves. Yeah. I just hope it's not getting sidelined. Yeah. Which I'm sure, since it's the most expensive like live action Disney film ever, I mean, I'm sure yeah. it's not. I'm sure you're right, and they just want that fucking money. Yeah, which they yeah, deserve. They, they, they want it. the Chinese market, but they also want the U.S. market at the same time. Right, and, and they, they don't want a tenant situation where there's going to be a bunch of torrents going online right. and people and watching. We also it for free. don't know if people in China are even going to theaters. Yeah, like just because there was it. South Korea is doing some decent. Uh, numbers at the box office. Well, that's a smart fucking country. Yeah. They did this shit right. <laughs> yeah. They get two they had, cases, um, they shut the fuck what down. Was it, the, uh, the Train to Busan sequel did like $26 million or something. Good for them, man. Um, yeah, like mostly in South Korea. So some places are actually going to the theater again because they're not idiot sandwiches like we sure. are. Uh, so <laughs> San Diego Comic Con kind of happened, but it was all online. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Kevin Smith did a panel. Yes, and Kevin Smith did a panel where he put out a trailer for a movie. He did several because he was also the moderator on the Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted panel. <laughs> uh, now, on his own personal panel, one, mm. the panel, like the video, got shut down for a second because it had to be censored because he cursed so often, which I thought was oh, pretty of course. funny. Yeah, that's why they usually put him on last right. in Hall H. <laughs> They're like, all right, get the kids out of here. Kevin, now, do your thing. <laughs> he, he made this horror movie that's like a bunch of vignettes, and he's mm. been making horror movies lately. I really enjoyed Tusk, really yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah. Red State. Yeah, the uh, True North trilogy. Yeah. So this is an anthology movie with vignettes. He started it pre-heart attack, finished it post-heart attack. Yeah. It's yeah. called Kilroy Was Here. Yeah. Now, Kilroy Was Here is a graffiti that was really popular during World War II. Mm. I learned about this in school. So it's like... A very cartoonish figure with a giant nose looking over a wall. Kind of like a Ziggy looking character. Okay. And it says Kilroy was here. And it was really popular for American soldiers to draw on things. And like there's so much debate over what it is and what it means. Is it nothing? Is it really mm. religious? Uh, to me, it's like, you know, that weird S you draw in high I'm school. I literally just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it probably means just, nothing. Yeah. It's just a thing that like everybody can draw. Yeah. So it or just, like yeah. when you're in college drawing dicks on everything, you yeah, know, it's yeah. just, 
you know, I'm just sure one people, of the things in the arsenal thing. Like, oh, right. if I want to doodle, I'm going to doodle one of them. And Kilroy is easy because it's half a head, a nose, two eyes, and a wall. Yeah. And it just says Kilroy was here. Uh, so <laughs> this kind of dives into that and comes up with this like, ideology that Kilroy's a monster that come and get, comes and gets you. Okay. This is... An, I say this as a huge Kevin Smith fan. I said this with a Kevin Smith shirt signed on my wall. Uh-huh. As someone that says Clerks is one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time that I can recite from memory. This is the shittiest fucking trailer I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. This is so non-fucking-sensical, poorly shot, bad-looking, <laughs> bunch of his friends kind of having a mad TV moment kind of m- movie. Boy, does this look like a fucking steaming turd, and I hope I'm wrong. But it does what? not look good. What? Was this the thing? I know he was doing something in like Florida. They were doing like he kept uh, going down and doing like small shoots with students on something. Yes, is, this is something to do with students. Like he he used like, okay like a college to help yeah make the film uh, yeah like just, a full sale or a Dave school one sure, of those something like, like Orlando that, based. It, he let students yeah. help shoot it, which maybe explains why it looks so fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's Hashi, shut up. We're doing a podcast. I mean, um, it's not coming to theaters, so it's right. Hashi, <laughs> shut up. Uh, yeah, it just looks bad. It looks worse than amateurish. It looks like I could shut, have shot it better on an iPhone yeah. and have written it better if I gave it 10 minutes worth of thought. All right. But yeah, maybe it was maybe just wrong. a studio thing or right. like a, a student thing that he was just yeah, like, you we'll know what? See. Fuck it. Everybody's releasing everything right now. Starring Jason Mewes and Ralph Garman. Nice. All right. Of course. All right. Uh, Taron Edgerton mm-hmm. of uh, Kingsman fame and yes. Rocketman fame yeah, yeah, yeah. is set to star in a movie <laughs> about the history of uh-huh. the ownership uh-huh. of the game Tetris. Well, Apparently, sake. it's a really interesting story. He's playing the Dutch uh, uh, creator of the game, okay. whose name is Hank Rogers. And this is like... A bunch of people fighting for the rights over the game Tetris and the distribution rights in the middle of the Cold War. Yeah, yeah. over like an international stage. Oh yeah, I always thought it was a Russian game because the music. Yeah, the music and like the opening was like Russian architecture. I didn't know that. Yeah, the song is like yeah, it was like there were like buildings and things behind the like start screen of like you know. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, it was like starting options in a bubble and then there was like graphics of buildings behind it and it was very like Russian architecture. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think what Tetris is one of the highest grossing games on the planet ever. It has to be. Um, so like could be interesting. Yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh I'm not, you know, super excited for a game about uh the Christian Tetris. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean at least it's not like we took the concept of the game and made it a story. Right. It's not <laughs> like, like battleship. Yeah. It's not one of that bullshits. It could, uh, <laughs> like you know, it's only ever worked once and it's Jumanji and it's a game that didn't exist previously. Right. Now it could be, uh, you know, in the vein of social network, which I've, I love and I've probably seen you yeah. know, a dozen times. So. Yeah. That, that we'll sort say. of seems the more of the vein that I would expect this to be. If it's more of the like legality behind the scenes, businessy kind of stuff. Sure. That's, that could be, be really interesting are you ready for my favorite news story of this week i certainly am okay so ezra miller <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so 
you know, I talked about previously how I don't want the fact that Michael Keaton's coming back to this Flash movie mm. to overshadow the fact that Ezra Miller seems like a really bad, abusive, garbage human being. Yes. That, like, the news of him and the video of him choking that girl and smashing the ground and spitting on her yeah. kind of got... A, a fan. A fan. Yeah. And, like, I don't care how drunk and obnoxious a fan is, like, walk yeah. away. Just yeah. leave the club. You don't have to choke. If some drunk girl is like, I want to fight you, I want to fight you. My instinct is not to choke slam her to the ground to prove that I would win. Yep. Especially if I'm already a superhero. Yep. My so. my theory has always been that the drunker you get, the more it reveals who you really are. Oh, of course. Of so course. So it's the excuse a lot of people try to use of like, oh, I, no, that's that's not me. That's just being drunk. It's like, right. no, that's super you. Yeah, that's your, that's your id. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's what you wish you could do all the time. Sure. <laughs> you know? So there so, is this, yeah. this YouTuber named Grace Randolph. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC Insider uh, mm-hmm. has a really good track record. Yeah, I watch of, a like, lot of her uh, YouTube channel. I've never seen any. So apparently, I, I've quoted her a couple of times on this great. podcast. Right. Yeah. So apparently the things that she says usually come to fruition. Yeah, she she's got good sources. She said, too, we've got this covered. Um <clears throat> I don't know about Ezra. I hear there's like, I don't know. Okay. I'll tell you a little something about Ezra. I know that there might be something else about him coming out. And, you know, we'll just see if it ever gets reported. It's kind of similar to what I heard about Kevin Sujihara and something about him. And Kevin Sujihara, of course, was the WB executive Mm. that got outed for a sex scandal. Oh, so I heard this month, uh, she said, uh, I heard this months before the last thing broke, that story about Kevin Sujihara, it was a big problem for him. So I heard there's a little something similar about Ezra, but I don't know if it's ever going to come out. Oh boy. So apparently Ooh. Ezra Miller has some sort of weird abusive <clears throat> sex scandal. Yeah. Maybe not to the same level, uh, <clears throat> as the former CEO of WB, but. Oh boy. Something. The, the guy who teamed up with Joss Whedon to do a gag of falling on Wonder Woman's tits in a movie Dude. That, that Wonder Woman refused to shoot. Yeah, they'd use her body double. Yep. Boy. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Oof. Yeah. That's the best thing to say about it. Like, he's such a garbage... And, like, I want to see... Uh, Michael Keaton Batman so bad, but I don't want to support this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. Can we just... Yeah. Can we just get Michael Keaton to do just a straight up uh, Batman Beyond? Sure. Like, oh, side <laughs> note. Uh, apparently on social media, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been joking that Michael Keaton stole his gig. That's which I think funny. is very funny. Yeah. So, so there's that. All right. Let's do some Dan news. Hey. Dan what do you got news. for us this week, Daniel? Uh, I got a couple of just uh, small things. Okay. So... All the... Uh, the I, I've also been trying to ignore most of the... Uh, new release dates for things yeah except for There's like so tenet many. seems to matter because the theaters are following it sure um but not much else um and the one thing that actually caught my attention was uh disney doing some shuffling with their biggest movies uh-huh. so they had basically claimed christmas for the next seven years and we're <laughs> like to own it because I believe much. That every time you say Merry Christmas, you owe Disney a nickel. <laughs> yeah, D- Disney and Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Um, so they were doing uh, Avatar sequels and new Star Wars trilogy every December. Every December, uh, specifically around Christmas or like the week before, so that it would still be in right. theaters during Christmas. Um, they've officially moved all of that back a year. Okay. 
So, so what they're missing 2020 or 2021? So they're, they're missing 2021. Got it. Um, so in that place, instead of putting in a Disney only, we make all of this money movie, they put in Tom Holland's third Spider-Man movie, which they're sharing with Sony. All right. Which is very interesting to me. Sure. I'm wondering if that's like an olive branch to Sony to be like, hey, we really like this using the Spider-Man stuff. Let's let's not have this be the last one. We can still work together. Is it an make olive money. branch or a bone from the table? It, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't really seem but like Disney's style, but yeah, okay. But it's very, it's just interesting to me with where they're constantly pushing back all of the Marvel properties. The right. one that they're taking in the Christmas slot mm-hmm. that's guaranteed to make fuck tons of money right. is the one that they partially own. All right. Sure. I, I think that's a thing they didn't need to do. All right. I, I agree with that. They, they could do a to. Thor 3. They could do a, you know, um, I mean, maybe multiverse of madness, of the, the a storyline. Maybe they need it to happen. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I heard a rumor that uh, Captain Marvel's in it and that mm. there's like a weird, like, one sided romance where Peter kind of falls in love with Captain Marvel. Okay. I mean, she does save him in the, right. the battle in Endgame, like, yeah. Like, you know, he's got this relationship with hey, MJ, but Parker. it's obviously... <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's obviously a strain because Zendaya can't publicly... Mm. Or MJ can't publicly date Peter yeah. while he's a criminal and probably a, like a fugitive. He's probably hiding out with Captain Marvel. Okay. It kind of feels a little something, something Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right, hit it. What else you got? Uh, so yeah, that's the only uh, release date stuff I thought was interesting. All right. <laughs> Other than the tenant, um, and uh, all right. So we all know DC animated has been doing really well for a long time. All their movies are good. I have they, not seen a bad DC animated. They movie. pick the good stories and they do them the way they should. Like starting with <laughs> Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, was on. that like 98 or something? Yeah, like, <laughs> like the they DC just know what the fuck they're doing. It. Yeah. Yep. They're like, hey, this is our chance to take comic books and have them move on a screen. Sure. Let's just do that. Right. <laughs> and do it well and hire a great now, voice as actors. As and... soon as you get live action, they fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I guess because there's so many, you know, more levels of people involved and more money to, needs to be made sure. back and all yeah. of that, like you get into weird shit. Um, but yeah, DC Animated has been great for a long time. They are doing uh, the Batman Death in the Family. That's which a great is comic book. Great comic book. It's the death Probably of Jason Todd. One of the most famous comic books. Uh, yeah. It's from 1988. Yep. Where Jason Todd. Spoilers for a 32-year-old comic sure. book right. uh, gets killed by the Joker with a crowbar. I sure the fuck does. That cover is like Batman holding Jason's broken body covered in blood. Yep. And That's a great one. Great story behind it, too, because the previous issue they had... What's going to happen to Jason Todd? Should we kill him off or yep. not? Mm-hmm. And a 900 number that you could call into to cast your vote. Now, if I'm calling a 900 number, uh-huh. I don't want to talk about Jason Todd. <laughs> but keep going. Or not, not in the way that they were. Especially in 88 because I was three. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep going. Um, so they did this poll where DC readers, the majority said, we don't like this character anymore. Please kill he him off. He hated his Robin. He was such <laughs> yeah. a cocky little prick. 
And uh, we all know that it's a trope in comics that people don't stay dead. So I, you know, and you know this, but our listeners know I spent years not only hanging out, but working in a comic book store. Mm -hmm. I mean, decades of my life. Yep. And until, you know, mid 2000s, the expression for something that was really gone was dead is Jason Todd. Yep. Because that was the only comic book character that stayed fucking dead. Yep. Until they brought him back with the red hood. Yeah. Like even, even like Uncle Ben. Who was probably one of the most permadead yep. things. He came in, back. He came back. There's the clone saga, all of that weirdness. I can't uh, think but of it a was Jason at Todd this point. Was permadead in the comics from he 1988 the to 2005. Yep, there you go. Was when Under the Red Hood came out Got and it. they brought him back as Red sure. Hood. Um, so, the adaptation that they're doing, yep. they're giving you a choice again. Perfect. There are three different endings to this. Nice. <laughs> uh, while you're watching so it's it, like different episodes. It's gonna get to a point where you have to make a decision. It's gonna give you a left, right, or down arrow choice. It's like that Black Mirror thing. Yes, very uh, Bandersnatch. There you go, Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, your choices are Robin cheats death. Got it. Robin dies. The best option. Or Batman saves Robin. Oh. So they're going to be... I'm only going to watch the one where he dies. I don't give a shit about Jason <laughs> yeah. Todd. Fuck Jason Todd. Uh, which presumably is going to be the one that you're going to be able to see on VOD or streaming services. Got it. Um, because to do the interactive thing, you've got to buy the Blu-ray. Interesting. Okay, so they're not doing it necessarily yeah. like Bandersnatch. I'm guessing Bandersnatch was able to do it because it was a Netflix original that right. knew the platform it was going to be on. God, that makes sense. So they could design it for that platform. Well, that's good. I don't have to buy the Blu-ray because I don't give a fuck if he lives. <laughs> yeah. Also, so if, knowing if that comic the, book, yeah. it's if like the wanna... very end anyway. Exactly. If you want to get the OG experience mm-hmm. of the comics that reigned for almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, then you'll be able to see that version on whatever streaming service. I'm sure it'll be HBO Max. The other, the other things whatever. will be on YouTube in a year. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm not but, like yeah. chomping at the bits. I am <laughs> interested to see want to see some comic book revisionist history. Ooh, well, like that. <laughs> Where Robin does not die or Jason see, Todd I'd be more invested die. if I had to call a 900 number. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and you gotta buy the Blu-ray. Or just wait Tell until somebody uploads. Jason Todd. Yeah, so just wait until somebody uploads <laughs> the alternate endings on youtube yeah <laughs> which will be in a year that's fine <laughs> yeah it'll be the day after the blu-ray comes yeah. out <laughs> any more dan news uh i think that is oh huh. so a lot of snyder cut talk over the oh, last yeah. year or so <laughs> um yeah good uh zach snyder who uh i think that was the last time we talked about uh grace randolph was uh he did an interview with her uh-huh. on youtube last week um coming up to the comic-con at home or the um like a justice con i forget what they call justice fest sure um where he said talking about the snyder cut uh he was fascinated and obsessed with when he saw the footage in an imax theater of the imax footage for uh batman v superman sure he, he became obsessed with the IMAX ratio. Right. The, the one, one to four, three. Huge format. Yeah. Huge format, which is very square. Sure. Um, but apparently looks super amazing on an IMAX screen. Uses the entire, you know, 10 story 
worth of I do love an of IMAX. screen. Yeah. yeah. So his version of Justice League was shot with that in mind. So he shot the entire thing in IMAX square format. He sure did. So part of what they're doing for the Snyder Cut to make it uh, to release it on HBO Max, which you will be watching on a rectangle, <laughs> is making sure the entire movie is the square <laughs> for IMAX, which theoretically nobody will ever see it on. You know, when I watch old TV shows on Netflix, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, go with it. I actually prefer the old TV shows to be in the letterbox with the blacks. Black, they don't, they uh, don't stretch and you lose the top and bottom. Yeah, that's the thing that bugs me about the uh, the early Simpsons, Simpsons that are yeah. on that's on a uh, Disney Plus. It's all like pan and scan where they just crop stuff off. Sure, and it looks terrible. So and you know, if you have a problem with it, watch it on your phone with it vertical. <laughs> Who gives yeah. a fuck? I'm just I just so, want to watch this. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what uh yeah like it's it's an experiment in an experiment of releasing an IMAX format movie not in IMAX should be uh yeah really interesting you get a little bit of sneak peek of it he teased some footage it was like Wonder Woman looking at some ruins or something that looked like a picture of dark side did you see the black suit superman yes. uh, clip they put yeah out? that was that was the the, uh, the the place that he uh put that footage out as well nice yeah. yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, and it looks oh, so like there was it, a deleted scene because apparently they had released that footage, like an extended version of that footage, in the Joss Whedon cut because he's in the colorful outfit. Oh. But it wound up being cut from the movie. Weird. So there's like weird, you can find it on YouTube, there's like alternate version of that scene that's color graded super weird because Joss Whedon wanted to make it more colorful. Fuck Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah, this this version looks way better, and it mm. looks like it was intended to be uh, seen that way. All right. Yeah. All right, uh, this week in the Why the Fuck Do We Need This uh, file, mm-hmm. I thought the Chris Hemsworth Hulk Hogan <laughs> movie was weird. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought <laughs> the Jamie Foxx, Mike Tyson movie was going to be weird. <laughs> now we're talking about weird biopics. Seen, seen some weird movies. Yep. Oh, you know, some weird movies. Weird uh, movies coming out. Dave Franco, <laughs> who had the number one movie this number past one. weekend, yep, is going to star. Directorial debut is number one in the box office. Star in 90s-based biopic of <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh, boy. Again, Homeboy's Alive, still releasing records and playing shows. <laughs> yep. Not in Texas. Nope. Uh, but uh, <laughs> don't a show on uh, Home and Garden Television about flipping houses. Right. Like we don't need this yet. And it's weird. Like what the fuck did Vanilla Ice ever do except steal the, some music? Yeah, I'm gonna tell the life story of like a 45 year old. Right. I don't get it. Like I don't understand why this is a movie. Like nothing interesting ever happened to Vanilla Ice. Yeah. And his whole life, he was on MTV. Uh, or VH1 reality shows for a hot minute. Yeah. That's it. And and he did a song in the Ninja Turtles live action movie. That Okay, that's the best that, thing he ever did. Yeah. Yo, it's the green machine. Gonna yeah. rock the town without being yeah. seen. Have I you ever seen the turtle get down? And the Ninja Turtle rap. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Go yeah. Ninja, go Ninja, go. 
He was supposed to do a show uh, in Texas, like, what, two months ago? Yep. At, like, the height of our spikes in an outdoor <laughs> yep. well, stage. Well, what we thought was the height of our spikes. Turns right. out it can get worse. <laughs> sure can. And then they he canceled it, and everyone thought it was for health reasons, but because out of, like, a 4,000-person show, he sold, like, nine tickets or something. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about him. <laughs> yeah. So to it, make it a wasn't movie... over his concern of uh, people coming. No. It was his concern that there weren't anybody coming. Sure. <laughs> so why make a movie? Yeah. Nobody cares. I wouldn't pay to go <laughs> no. see this. I wouldn't go pay to see him. I wouldn't pay for like an hour of him cleaning my house. Like, <laughs> there's nothing. Nothing I want to do with the dollars. I don't care. All right, we're going to finish though with news to lighten the moods. Yeah, the funniest yeah, yeah. story I thought this week Disney Plus. Uh huh. Not only offered, but like almost insisted, wanted uh, to remove Jonathan Groff's spit from the movie Hamilton. <laughs> so I don't know if you've seen Hamilton yet, no. but uh, Jonathan Groff, who was of Glee fame, uh, mm-hmm. plays King George the yeah. Third, and uh, famously is very wet when he sings. So he mm. sweats and spits a lot. And there's this one point where he screams, and a ton of spit flies out of his mouth, and it's very in character. And like the crowd loses it, like laughs their asses off because they think it's on purpose. <laughs> And Disney Plus is like, oh, we can take that out for you. And Lin-Manuel Miranda said, absolutely not. Oh, that's That is awesome. part of his charm. Leave it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has inspired thousands of memes. Like oh, thousands of John Groff memes that's about great. people spitting. Yeah, yeah, So. He's like, no, we want people to see the theatrical, or the, uh, the in stage live. Show, yeah. Yeah, the live stage so show experience. That was pretty cool. All right, that's oh, it for that's this week. awesome. Uh, remember guys patreon.com slash five by five the movies give us five bucks a month just yeah, give us yeah, yeah. just give us five bucks come yeah, on we want to yeah. buy some better equipment help us you're out you're not going out and buying coffee what are you yeah. doing I, I, I mean I still have every once in a while <laughs> if you don't use your Starbucks rewards points then they uh, disappear oh so. seven seven elevens like that too motherfuckers that bugged me real bad oh, sure. <laughs> we were three months into this and I went to seven eleven and I had no points oh it was not fucking bullshit <laughs> Starbucks will let you know like hey your points are disappearing ah oh, fuck I better go cold <laughs> thanks Dan Richardson for being here Woo! being part of the show <laughs> uh, you know no guests this week but uh, thank you so much to everyone listening please review us on iTunes and talk about if you think North Dakota exists <laughs> yeah. email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions concerns criticisms or scam emails <laughs> find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 at the movies I know you won't though because I've got 41 followers after like a year <laughs> thank you Dan Benjamin Coming Hattie Cook and the like entire 5 by 5 network yeah <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 at the movies roll, roll credits, credits.